Bam 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 Oh God, he was recording that. Of course that. he was. Okay. He's a very smart producer. <laughs> Welcome back to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. I'm Misty Stinnett. And I'm Lisa Linky. And this is the Weekly Beef. Whoop, whoop. This is your bi-weekly supplemental episode of self-help fantabulousness. If the regular episodes are the lecture, this is the lab. Thank you. I didn't know where you were going Stamps. with that, but I'm glad. Truly outrageous. Truly, truly, truly outrageous. Whoa, stamp. Do you like how I got the song now? I'm very pleased. Thank you very it much. It made me feel less old. That's right. <laughs> um, we're, uh, as always, joined by our uh, producer extraordinaire, Sav. Sav. That's SAV people. Fairfax Village Studios. Sav. Do it. Treat yourself. <clears throat> um. So we're going to dive right in. Lisa. Yes. You had homework from The Charisma Myth I sure by did. Olivia Fox Cabane, our last book. Let me tell you, not a myth. Not a myth. Charisma, not a myth. That's right. That does exist. End of story. <laughs> so I believe I assigned you. You did. To try out different forms of charisma. Yeah, to play with the three Ps, power, presence, and warmth. Right. That's right. <laughs> to, to be fair, Which Sav, we, have you remembered it much more because I said warmth? Totally. That's the only way I remember it. So for those of you who are just joining us and haven't listened to that episode yet, uh-huh. uh, the three components of charisma, according to the author Olivia Fox Cabane, are power, presence, and warmth. And I said she really missed an opportunity for some alliteration. Yeah, we're calling it warmth. Yeah, power, so, presence, and warmth. So how did it go? You know, it went great. And let me tell you, I think that this is something that I do naturally, but having mm. to focus on it really made uh, a difference. So I'll just use an example of something that happened this week uh, and how I had to switch back and forth quickly. Great. So I was scheduled to um, film uh, tomorrow, but ended up filming Thursday, and I didn't. I wasn't informed until I got the call sheet. So your shoot dates moved up by like five days. They sure did, <laughs> and um, I hadn't gotten a manicure to match the previous day that I'd been shooting, mm. so my nails were uh, chipped, and um, I. Uh, was teaching. I was teaching mm-hmm. from five until ten when I got my call sheet, and thank God I was on a break and looked. Oh, because this was at like seven p.m. to come in at like nine the next day or something. Seven thirty right? a.m. Oh, okay. On the day that I was dropping my dog off for dental surgery. Oh my God. At nine a.m. Mm. And I um, had an arranged for dog care and all of this. There was a lot of moving parts. Yeah, yeah. And so I got this call sheet, and I was like. <laughs> This is a mistake. So I called my manager and I used um, a little bit of power. Power charisma. uh Uh-huh. And Mm -hmm. a lot of uh, warmth. Mm -hmm. Um, And I said, (laughs) what the fuck is this? Wait, was that the laugh that you did before you said? (laughs) I said, hey, Michelle. I said, "Um, you're fired. I got a question. (laughs) I just got an email that says I'm working tomorrow. And she says, you're not working tomorrow. I said, that's what I had thought. Um do you know if the dates have changed? And she said, I don't. And I said, well, I tell you what, I'm going to call this AD and see what's going on. Will you call our agent and Mm. see what's going on? So we both like hut, hut, hike and split. And then I called the first AD. And let me tell you, I really pulled up the warmth and pulled down the 
power. We're like, hi, how are you? Oh my gosh, I was like, How's hey, Chad. It's Lisa Leaky. I just got this email, and I'm so confused because I um I wasn't scheduled to work today. And she right. said, did casting not call you? And I said, <laughs> they sure didn't. Oh, ooh, your warmth laugh is so less dangerous uh-huh. than your than your power laugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she said, oh, can you work tomorrow? And I said, I can. I note here that you have me scheduled to come in at 7.30, and I cannot make that call time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I upped a little bit of the power because yeah. I needed to set a boundary. Mm-hmm. And I said I have a dog, a dog dental surgery scheduled tomorrow, mm-hmm. and I am dropping her off at 9 on the west side. So I can't. I can't make a, a 7.30. Yeah. I said, but I'm looking, and it looks like I'm scheduled to go last. My scene is scheduled to go last. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's get real. I won't be called to set until 7 p.m. And yeah. she was like, well, we haven't set the scene order yet. And I said, okay, well. If you can make that happen. Here's mm-hmm. the deal. I can't come in at 7.30 a.m. Yeah. Um, so let's let's figure. She said, okay, well, let me um, – let me and I said I also I'm working from five until ten tonight, so I just need to do a little bit of moving around. Yeah, and she said, okay, well, um, I'll see what I can do and I'll get back to you and we'll finalize call times later tonight. And I said, okay, hung up. I called Michelle back. I told her Michelle said, fucking unbelievable. You're the second actor that this has happened to today oh, on a different man. project. Oh, and I, she's having a bad day. And I was well, great. She don't yeah. got to show up tomorrow and figure out dog care. Right. She's very cool, though. Right, she was right, like, right. let me know. I can help out, you know. Mm-hmm. So I – um, she even offered to watch my dogs, Michelle. She's the best. Oh, so um, I uh, turned up my power and my um, – and my. I mean, I'm always present, but I, I think I was just kind of like, well – I'm going to do what I can here. And then I went in and told my co-teacher that I was TAing for, like, um, this is what's happening. And I kind of turned up a little bit of my power, like, I may have to leave. I don't know what's going on. And he right. was like, of course, of course, no problem. You let me know. So it, it's always kind of in flux. And I think that's something that I've very naturally had facility with is, like, mm. realizing that you can't be the same person um, with, with everybody. everybody. I mean, you There's are the same person. There's different power dynamics at play. There's That's different right. personalities at play. That's right. And everybody needs a little something different in order to make it work. So you were really adjusting your charisma moment by moment. Constantly. And I yeah. do feel like improv really has made that simple for me. Yeah. And did you notice a difference when you were um, speaking with someone in person and speaking with someone on the phone? Like, yes. was it easier or harder to read what kind of charisma to use? Um, it's always I find it easier on the phone just because it is what it is and everybody kind of operates differently on the phone because mm-hmm. we can't see each other. Yeah. And Olivia Fox Cabane says you have to be even more present on the phone because you can't pick up on those body language cues. Yeah. I feel like I typically, especially if it's a high stakes call, I don't do other things. Like yeah. I removed myself from the inside of the studio. I walked out. It was cold, but I was like, yeah, I, focused. I, I did those things yeah. naturally. Yeah, like That's I great. knew I couldn't be disturbed. So then the next day when I went in, I had to go into hair and makeup and like I didn't have time to uh, – I'd washed my hair the previous morning, but I didn't have time that night because when I got home, I had to pack my bag. I had to yeah. relook at the scene that I was going to be yeah. shooting. You had to prep. I, I had to prep and then I had to wake up early and do all this other stuff and get uh-huh. the dogs walked and, you know, uh, and finalize who's going to look at my dogs mm-hmm. <laughs> and like and then I get to set and they were kind of like oh you didn't blow dry your wash of blood dry your hair and I said you know what I apologize this is I did not know I was working until 14 hours ago like this is the very best that I could do yeah. um and so uh uh 
because my call time didn't come in until 10.30 at night. 10.30 p.m. To be in there mm-hmm. at noon. So it, it worked out great for me. But like all the things that I had to, I had like low tire pressure on three of my tires. Like no. I had all of this stuff that I had to God, finish. it was a day. I had to like do all of the next day's activities in the first three hours of the day mm-hmm. before I got to set. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of like, you know, I apologize. I understand that this is not the easiest for you. And I made mm-hmm. a li- like a little more work. Like, let's be honest, it's like 15 minutes. But I was like a little mm-hmm. more work for you. And I appreciate you being so um, understanding because I was not informed that I was working until last night. Which feels like that is power and warmth, but like a little more power. Well, because there was part of me that was like, I'm not going to start my day on set with my large guest star scene with the number one on the call sheet by apologizing to you and feeling bad and being made to feel bad. That's so interesting because she talks about how charisma has to come from the right mindset and then it like trickles down into your body and your body language. Yeah. So that's amazing that you were aware that that wasn't a place you wanted to start. So I like to, now that I'm comfortable enough, I can set a boundary, right? Like I'm here because she was like, oh, your hair has... Okay, there's a little oil in it. And I I just was very calm. I was like, honey, you can call it grease. That's totally fine. You You can put whatever you need to put in it. (laughs) I did the very best I could. And so whatever you need to do is fine. Because I was like, here's my boundary. I'm not going to spend time in this makeup trailer apologizing to you and feeling bad before I ever get to set. Well, that's really interesting because she hadn't really said this in the book. But what I'm hearing is like charisma can protect you. The right kind of charisma Mm -hmm. can protect your mindset. Mm -hmm. It can help you to take up space in the world where others maybe might, whether they're conscious of it or not, be diminishing you. And yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. Which if I say something that's a little gendered is I kind of feel like how men use charisma a lot. Well, I think... To make it okay for whatever they're doing. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, this is a bigger discussion, but just to touch on it, Men get a lot of messaging that they can take up space in the world, that they don't have to apologize, that they don't have to be as thoughtful, and that's okay. And so it does—I can only imagine, and this is my own judgment, that it is easier to exude power charisma if you're a dude. Yeah, I really have to credit my dad for giving me permission to exude power charisma. That's so great. It's something I'm still— Learning, yeah. and I—I I mean, in in my own view, my warmth, charisma, and my presence, charisma, are my most powerful mm-hmm. tools. Mm-hmm. But but you know, I haven't been in a situation where I am the boss yet, and I can only imagine that to lead effectively sometimes, or to to get your team to trust in you and your decision making, that bringing more of that power element is going to be very useful. So that's really yeah, interesting. That so interesting. thank you for sharing that. Thank you for assigning it. It was interesting to kind of look at. And this isn't to say that, like, if you don't have facility with these things, that yeah. using her kind of methodology wouldn't be helpful. Mm-hmm. I think it would be incredibly helpful. I think a lot of, uh, if you've had to kind of negotiate and work in a lot of ambiguity, yeah. That um, and, and a lot of the work that I did previously, you would show up the client would be mad or happy or whatever. Something would happen that's out of your control and it's your job yeah. to smooth it over. Like those kind of situations, if you have facility with those and great, if you're great with client facing, my guess is you have great charisma and you're yeah. constantly able to flex between those three. Yeah. That's really... Warmth. Warmth. I don't know. Just all this self-awareness is just making me aware. It is. Um, okay, so we have something... A little lighter, a little more fun for today's weekly beef. Oh, just before we dive into this, I want to know if any – if there are any listeners right now who feel like they don't have a lot of charisma – 
but who are experimenting with different forms. How is that going for you? You, We don't have to read your email on the air. I'm just curious. Hit us up at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter, we're at GHY Podcast. Instagram, we're at gohelpyourselfpodcast. Slide into our DMs. Yum. Let us know. Let us know. Okay, so Lisa and I decided it might be fun to share our best and worst life hacks that the internet has to offer. Yeah, and let me tell you, this was an exercise in and of itself because yes, it was. <laughs> some life hacks, I'm like, that's not a life hack. That's literally how you use that product. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Brush your hair every morning with this stick with bristles in it. <laughs> Thank you. The internet is, is a wild place. It's a wild So frontier. we each decided to pick three ones that we found great and yeah. three ones that we were like, this is stupid. Yeah. What do you want to start with? Best or worst? I'm going to start with best. Great. Misty, I found this one that blew my socks off. Okay. <laughs> you got to use this one every Tuesday. Oh. On Taco Tuesday. Okay. This one says, use a fork to keep your taco upright. Now, listeners, you can't see the picture that I'm seeing, but basically, if you have a hard shell taco, Mm -hmm. you know how on your plate, Mm -hmm. it basically will fall over if it's not leaning up against something. That's right. And some Joe Schmo who went on Shark Tank tried to sell like a zigzag Charlie Brown like Like sweater taco holder. You don't need that because use the tines of your fork to hold the hard shell taco upright. Lisa has a picture that she's showing me right now. It's simple. It's effortless. Feels life-changing. And we're going to put a picture of it on our Instagram. Yeah. I'm going to say this. If you have kids, tacos night must be a real mess. Yeah. But this going to keep it nice and yeah. nice and This is going to keep your tacos from turning into nachos. Oh, Da damn. Okay. That's my number one. So I, I realized that a lot, um, I was reading through Reddit and BuzzFeed and a bunch of listicles for best and worst life hacks. And the ones that I spark to, which are uh, through my hermeneutical lens Thank and you. life experience, uh, tend to be about like saving money or sure. like sort of poverty driven. <laughs> oh my God, this makes sense because mine are about like multi uses or storage. It makes sense. <laughs> Lisa's love language is storage, really and is. mine is poverty. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> truer words were never spoken. We're just going to move on from Thank that you. and not unpack it. So, this is from Reddit from someone who claimed to be a doctor. Okay. Tell your doctor if your medication is too expensive for you. Often they can prescribe another brand, give you manufacturer's coupons, or even a different course of treatment. Apparently, the pharmacy you fill your prescription from matters, um, and you can try mail order pharmacies or order a three-month supply to save money. Yes. Also, tell your pharmacist because they can hook you up with those coupons as well. And Also, Google search for coupons for the name of your medicine. Yeah. Because I found um, and put on, like, I have a standing coupon for my one that isn't covered by my insurance. Oh, great. At my local, I'm not going to say the name of my pharmacy in case. That's fair. Uh-huh. That's fair. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lisa's got her wide eyes I'm on. worried if, if I'll get them in trouble because I have a standing coupon, but it saves me $100 every time. Oh, I have seen medications go from like $1,400 for one month supply, which in and of itself is criminal. But that birth control to... comes with a maid. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Someone to like heat up a hot pack for you in the microwave to put on your ovaries. Um, what did it go to? To like... 
$15. Shut up. So the fact that they can even do that. What, 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 what markup I, is that? Like, oh, 1 million percent. Okay, I mean, 100, okay. 100 million percent. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I thought I thought that was great because oh, there are, I mean, the medical system is broken. Yeah. This is self-help. We'll try and keep it light. Uh, but but when there's only one company yeah. that makes the only medicine and they've got a patent yeah. for 10 years and there's no generics and yeah. you need it because you have a disease, like talk talk to your doctor. So I think that's great because I think a lot of people just go, well, this is what it costs and this is the end. And they're working five jobs or going into debt. And it's like, like I don't know. There's all Let sorts tell of you, IBS medication costs my tons favorite of money. class and, in grad school was mm-hmm. negotiating. And everything is negotiable. Oh my god, will you eh. everything is negotiable. Will you do yeah. an episode on negotiation? Yeah, I'll read the book called Women Don't Ask. Did anybody else get as excited as I did because my body is on fire right now? Oh, that's cuz I lit a match and and stuck it to your pants. Thank you. <laughs> no, I feel true. your warmth. I'll read the book called Women Don't Ask or there's also I'll read the one by um my professor Greg Northcraft. It's called Get Paid What You're Worth. Thank you, Dr. Mr. Mrs. Northcraft. Greg. Greg. There you go. Thank you. Um, Here's my second life hack, which blew my mind, and I will be implementing this. (laughs) Um, Misty, what do you see in this picture? (gasps) There's the lazy Susan in the motherfucking fridge. That's right. This person put all their condiments on one lazy Susan, and then they put all of like the more recently used things like sour cream and some Tupperwares full of like soups and butter and mustard. All the condiments. All the condiments so that you're not like digging in the back of the fridge Mm -hmm. and it's easily accessible. And also you can use the door for easier stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, for anyone listening who doesn't have a Lazy Susan or is like, what the fuck is a Lazy Susan? It's your friend, Susan, who just will not get off the couch. She's very small. Get off the couch. She fits in the the fridge. A Lazy Susan is a round. Yeah. it's it's like it's a thing turntable. that you can spin. It's just a little turntable. It's like the size of a a record disc. For those of you who know what that is, did you call it a record disc? I did. Like a like a laser disc. Like a record. <laughs> like a forty five. Who? I mean, I, I didn't grow up in a town where everybody didn't have a lazy susan in the center of their table. Yeah, but I but I also think that like. I don't know. I think with with uh, like millennials coming of age and people having less and less stuff in smaller apartments, it's like I had to get rid of my lazy Susan when I moved. So if you're not a if you don't decorate cakes and use it, uh, you know, like sometimes to do the in, frosting yes, and all that stuff. Sometimes in corner cabinets, there's a lazy Susan installed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's a brilliant. That's a brilliant fucking idea. It. I'm totally doing it. Okay, my next best life hack. Yeah, this is going to sound obvious, but I think it's worth saying. Okay, go to the library. Yeah, not oh, only. Yeah. Are there books there? But you can also check out video games, yep. sewing machines, movies, yep. museum passes, yep. and a ton more. And it just depends on the library. Not to mention the software, education, and events that can help you learn more, that maybe could help you get a raise or a promotion mm-hmm. or learn a new skill. The library is like this incredible resource. I didn't know that you could check out sewing machines from certain libraries or get museum passes it's until incredible. I had read this. Here's Here's one for you. Ready. If you're going to make a vision board, go to your library and ask what magazines they're getting rid of because they also keep periodicals and they have, they can't, they don't save them. They get rid of them. So instead of buying magazines for images, go to the library and ask if they're getting rid of them. Oh my God. I also read that one, some libraries check out wall art. Yeah. You can just have a paint. I love that. 
So let's pay taxes. Um, <laughs> and fun libraries, fun public libraries. Okay, great. Um, here's my third amazing life hack, uh-huh. and it's so good. Ready. Misty, have you ever – now listen, you may be a really organized person, but when I want to hang something up, I just kind of – eyeball it oh my favorite um saying is good enough for tv thank you <laughs> thank you <laughs> so when i'm hanging up something that has it and everything there's no uniformity in hooks or like things that are on the back of how you hang something that's right and by the way if you remove any picture from my wall you will find like five holes. tiny holes same. from where i was like oh not quite right and then <laughs> same <laughs> I will say my my side my side life hack is museum um, museum hanging. It's like this. They're they're great. It's like a pin that goes in, and then they have a hook underneath it, and it oh, holds nice. like up to twenty pounds. It's two pieces away. It's great. great. But that's not what this is for. Mm-hmm. This is for how to make sure that you um, insert the the nail or wherever you're hanging up perfect every time. When you have to hang something with exact holes, photocopy the back and use it as a template. And in the example picture, they've taken a uh, power strip uh-huh. that you plug a bunch of plugs into and just literally photocopied it, the back taped of it. it to the wall so that you can see where the holes are that you need to drill in. It's brilliant. We're going to put this on the Instagram. If it's hard to understand from how we're describing it, it's fucking brilliant. Because this power strip would be wall mounted, but yeah. it's one of those little like holes with a adjacent so you would insert the screw over it and then slide it over the only problem with this is then you're having to like carry those items to a photocopying yeah situation but if you're like working in an office or you have you might that, have a scanner or you a might printer have a with a scanner, scanner. or um yeah if it's in the office or but. hire an artist to do a charcoal rendering <laughs> of whatever you need and slap it up but this is even better than just like measuring because you're going to know exactly yeah. where to drill it's so it's brilliant. brilliant i i i this was a good life it's hack. brilliant um okay my last i actually have a fourth that's really quick but okay. my my third uh top best life hack is there's a website called supercook.com. Okay. And it has a recipe generator where you put in the ingredients you have in your fridge. I fucking love and that. And then it will generate a recipe like, I've got for you. A can of green beans. And ketchup. Uh, and ketchup. And, and breadcrumbs. Like, and it's like, well, you're going to have some panko crusted green beans dipped in ketchup. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly I right. I love that. I know. It's really fun. Um, the interface is not like super futuristic. No. It's, it's not like a, a beautiful website, no. but it is filled with fabulousness. And then my yeah, yeah. What's your fourth? My last one is ask for help. Oh, I think a lot of people just uh, again. I think Did I that make Sav laugh. Did you laugh at that one, Sav? <laughs> Sav loves it. I I just think it's a it's a reminder yeah. to go when you need help, ask somebody. And I'm a person. It's not easy for me to ask for help, but when I do, it's like it it's not so bad. And then I get the thing I needed to get done I and the pressure's that. off and it's lovely. So ask you for can help. ask someone to borrow their photo photocopier. Yeah, photo, can you photo just, can you carry it up my uh five story walk up? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um Missy, I'm gonna ask for your help in agreeing with me about this terrible life hack. Okay. This says hold Oreos with a fork so your fingers don't get messy when dunking them. Okay, we're gonna put that picture on the Instagram. Because as if you well. inserted that fork, that Oreo would break apart. Oh, I agree with that, but I actually like the practice of this one. And I'm having a Pavlovian response to a picture to a glass of milk in an Oreo. I really want it in my mouth. Who, who, if you're going to eat Oreos and milk, 
Like commit, commit. Get, get your get it milk up to at least the first knuckle. Yeah, when you dip, or just or ideally a deal, hot glass of milk. <laughs> deal deal with the fact that one quarter of the Oreo won't be dunked in milk. That's right. Have we what's happening here? Listen, I can't even I can't even appreciate the ingenuity this here. This is the power of marketing because I see that Oreo and I see the logo and I'm imagining what it tastes like to put like a freshly dunked Oreo in my mouth and I'm going to buy a pack of Oreos. Do you know why people milk. can't just eat a few Oreos? There's crack. There's 23 Nicotine. to 27, I can't remember the exact number, food and appetite stimulants in 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 the Oreo recipe. Are you fucking kidding me? There no, are I'm not kidding you. In the Oreos. <laughs> not a what? Not a not a Look, I tried. What is the, I tried. What are those just called? yes and me. Yes, but what are aphrodisiac? Yes. <laughs> When people eat Oreos, they eat a shit ton of them and they want to fuck. That's yeah, what you happens. cannot tell me that an Oreo is not a little sexy dunked in milk. Only with a fork. That's right. All right. What's okay. your what's your shitty life? So hack? this this one is horrible. Microwave a spoon to get ice cream out easier. You will blow up you your, will blow house. Up your house. <laughs> what you actually want to do is microwave is the ice cream for like five seconds. Not even that. What you want to do is just put some hot water in a cup and dip the spoon in there. You won't like if you have access to boiling water or like a kettle, just stick your whatever instrument you're going to put in that rock hard ice cream. Uh, here's another one. Yeah. Buy the actual implement that will help yeah. old school ice cream scoops have yeah. antifreeze in them. Oh, that sounds like I don't want to put that in my body. No. On the inside, they were like solid metal, oh. but on the inside, antifreeze so they wouldn't freeze. Well, in high school, I worked at Maybe an ice cream shop called American Pie and Ice Cream. Okay. And it was all like Buddy Holly music all the time. And, and they, they made they us wear like, cheerleading skirts. It was very weird. Do they have like warm... Yeah, warm water. Warm water. And we we would just because it just it just makes it cuz the ice cream yeah. is literally like frozen solid. Um here's a life hack from Medium, which is a reputable like Yeah, sure. Look more in people's eyes when talking to each other. Thank you. <laughs> I was going with staring at the boobs. I thought it was going well, I but I couldn't see their faces texting while I was talking. And I was like, why don't people like me? What I like to do is look just above the eye at the eyebrow. Oh, what I like so to do is. So that they're constantly searching and wondering what's happening. What I like to do is wince as I look at their nostril to make them think they have a booger. Do I have a booger right now? <laughs> Nice. You're doing a very nice job of yes, Andy, and I blew it with the oyster. Thank you so much. Okay. Uh, okay. The second of my top three worst life hacks. Thwart burglars by keeping your valuables somewhere they'll never look in your toilet roll. So this was a picture of somebody like putting a ring inside the cardboard toilet paper roll. So my first thoughts are poop gets on your jewelry. <laughs> The next one is you forget about it and you like go to yank the toilet paper roll and your your ring just flies across the room and gets cracked. And the third is that this isn't like keep burglars out of your house. Like an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. It's like when a burglar breaks in, let them come in, leave the door unlocked, put signs everywhere, but be like, don't look in the toilet paper roll. This was real, people. This was real advice on the internet with pictures. Uh, This last one uh, is dumb. 
It says, drink a glass of water while drinking coffee. It will protect your teeth. Now, in and of itself, it's not entirely wrong, but it's also not entirely right. Yeah. In that the water itself will not protect your teeth. What you're doing is preventing the coffee from sitting on your enamel. Yeah. So here's what my dentist told me about this because I take very good care of my teeth. I floss every night. I use an electric toothbrush for the most part. And uh, and I, I never go to bed without brushing. And I had a bunch of cavities the last time I went to the dentist. And I said, how did this happen? Yeah. And she said, well, do you sip how long does it take you to drink your coffee in the morning? And I said, oh, gosh, I don't know. I have like two cups maybe over the course of like an hour and a half and I'll sip it. I'll send some emails. I'll sip it again. You know, it's always she basically she explained to me that every time you take a drink of something or eat something, the saliva in your mouth lowers your pH level, making it acidic, and that can wear down your enamel. So if you are constantly sipping something over an hour and a half, it can just start to, whether it's coffee or fruit juice or Gatorade, I don't know about water. Water has its own pH. But basically, your mouth is getting more and more acidic. It's making that enamel soft. It can it can do harm to your teeth. It did do harm to mine. I had to yeah. pay a lot of money for fillings. So I asked my dentist, what do I do? And she said, just enjoy your cup of coffee over 10 or 15 minutes and then don't drink anything for a few hours. Your mouth will naturally go back to its its more basic pH, and it will prevent this. Yeah. So that's a good life hack. Kind yeah. of. I I drink lemon in my water all day long, so I'm the same with this. The same problem as with coffee. Yeah. Something I I still haven't understood about lemon water is like lemon. It's citric acid. It's acidic, but when it goes in your body, it's supposed to make your body alkaline. I don't think that happens when it right when it gets to your mouth. But that's why lemon water is good. It's yeah. not actually acidic for you. But by the way. Trader Joe's, I'm drinking it right now, has an amazing alkaline water. It's in a really pretty light blue bottle with like aqua and dark blue designs all over it. It's but in a plastic bottle. It is in a plastic I know. I, I love know. the there's that flow that's in that paper box. Oh yeah. I don't know if that is alkalized water though, because a lot of a lot of water that you think is great for you, like smart water or like uh aquafina. I don't think I don't consider that a great water, but they're all acidic. So you can actually look up um they also add uh sodium to make you thirstier to drink more. Oh interesting. Yeah. Oh I thought that was an electrolyte because your body needs to to effectively send nerve signals across muscles, it's, it's a sodium potassium pump. So if you it's don't have the right true, level of sodium, but it's not like you're not getting sodium potassium from food. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It's but, a it's a consumerist. But approach. I could see how that that thank you. <laughs> I could see how that life hack could be helpful if you're sipping on alkalized water while you're drinking that acidic, acidic coffee. Sure. So anyway, if you want to know if your uh, water is alkaline or not, there's some great videos on YouTube. <laughs> I'm serious. I looked What's at it. Up, YouTube? I looked at it and was like, "Oh my god, smart water is like a, a pH of three, which is crazy acidic, and you don't want that in your organs." So that was interesting. Well, you shouldn't drink it all the time. Yeah, yeah. But if you need to replenish, yeah. But alkalized water can be good for you. So, what is your shitty life hack number? Three? My very last one is not. It's it's silly and it's not a terrible one. I kind of liked it. Upgrade your targeted ads. By googling private jet charter every few days. No, fuck off. So if you if you fuck do not, you. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> oh, that's so awful. That's so awful. Well, here's the thing. If you, <laughs> I I love this idea of like. I don't want the advertisers to know exactly what I want or who I am. So, like, every few days, Google something that's totally 
in discord with what you normally do and see how the ads change. I'm going to give you the real life hack on that. Instead of having to actually do something in addition, you go into, uh, at least on an Apple phone, you go into settings, general, privacy, and advertising, and you can limit your ad tracking. (gasps) Thank you, Lisa. (laughs) Which means that you won't get as many things that are targeted towards you. Amazing. Um, But that's, you know, at least it'll get you out of it. So that's it. That's our uh, top six, I guess, best and top six worst life hacks. We hope that this was fundamentally life-changing for you. (laughs) Or at least fun. (laughs) Yeah. And if there's anything that you have done that you love and it's your favorite life hack ever or the worst advice you've ever gotten, please, dear God, tell us what it is. Go help yourself podcast at gmail.com, at GHY podcast on Twitter, and at go help yourself podcast on Instagram. We love you. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Life is abundant. Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less, was produced by Misty Stinnett, Lisa Linky, and Matt Sav. Our theme song was also written by Matt Sav. He's amazing. <laughs> do you want to get in touch? You do. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. And you know you can also find us on the social medias. Instagram at gohelpyourselfpodcast. Twitter at GHY Podcast, or check out our website, gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. And if you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes to help other people discover our show. It's really the least you can do. And why don't you tell all of your friends? Bye! Bye.